Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hello, 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 and welcome back. This is it. We're here. The second year of Trash Manga Friends. A whole new horizon of trash titles to delve into lies before us. But first of all, let's get into our first step on the road with some good old Isekai. Yay! The pause was telling. <laughs> <laughs> all on. That time I started a podcast to read trash manga with my friends. Actually, most of them are trash, but some of them weren't. AKA the Trash Manga Friends Podcast, New Testament, episode 29. Roll over and die. I will fight for an ordinary life with my love and trash manga. If you've been listening to us for the entire past year, first of all, thank you very much. And you know the drill. But if you're new, you would decide to check us out in our second year. Well, this is the show where three people discuss two volumes of one trash manga. We'll dissect what's good. We'll dissect what's bad. We'll dissect what's trash. And we'll love every second. Even if it seems like me and Mike are absolutely livid, I assure you we're <laughs> loving every second. Sure. I am Sean, job title Your Forever Host, and I am joined, as always, by professional streamer Mike and trash connoisseur Phil. How are you both? Neither of those terms are inaccurate. I mean, you are a a connoisseur of trash, and technically, I'm a professional streamer. Technically. I I would hope so, you've been doing it for long enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what's the what's the line that you need to be do ten thousand hours or something before you're an expert? Something like, like 10, that. Ten thousand. Yes, ten thousand hours. Words. Hours. Yeah. Ten thousand hours to play piano or something, for example. Do we reckon that I have streamed for ten thousand hours? I have to assume no. I would also have to assume no. Don't think so, but you must be close. I do roughly, roughly twenty-four to thirty hours a week. Uh, mm, doubt. <laughs> On average, sometimes I actually do more. So I've been doing it for like what four or five years. So I'd do some math, I guess. Probably not ten thousand, is what I'm saying. Uh, I mean, if you've done thirty hours a week every week for ten years, I think you actually do right ten k. I think that's like fifteen k hours. I've not been doing it for ten years. I'm doing it for like five. Oh. Been doing it for five years, and you stream consistently for thirty hours every week. That's like seven point five k, I think, roughly. Yeah, seven point eight. Yeah. So I am the almost professional streamer. Getting that <laughs> means sure. if you watch his stream in a few years' time, he will be at that elite standard. And I'll still forget to adjust my camera before each stream. <laughs> and your microphone. And my microphone. Yep. That's if he shows up on time. And on occasion, I'll still just have my face showing for like an hour of gameplay. <laughs> my face in full screen, like, yep. Yeah. Streaming, everyone. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. Outside of, you know, professional streaming, how are people? It's been a while since we last recorded, and now obviously this is our first actual time we've had to read something in a long time. So. That is true, because we did the, uh, the tournament arc. The two-part the... tournament arc, yes. Last couple of recording sessions. And uh, yeah, this was a return to form, let's say. Yeah. I, I've i got thoughts on this one, man. I've got plenty of thoughts to share. Really? Oh, it's coming. Tonight. Oh, boy. Well, we're going we're gonna to dive in in just a moment. And don't worry, if you were looking at the last episode, Lapes, uh, we're normally about 90 minutes and we'll be going back to that time length. No more three-hour epics for a while. <laughs> <laughs> when we're going to have five-hour epics. 
<laughs> oh my god like no like there's one or two episodes down the line this year that maybe will go longer but nothing's gonna be five hours <laughs> i can honestly say especially for this week i can't possibly imagine talking about this for five hours there's there's well i i can't there's, yeah there's <laughs> i'll you know what i'll intro the series now just so we can get into it so this time around we have been covering the isekai manga black summoner aka kuro no shikanshi this started back in january 2018 and is based off the light novel version which started in june 2016 it's written by mayori dofu and art is by Jinamo, who uh, interestingly has done some of the art for a regular at Magic High School, but also the Final Fantasy XII manga, which uh, I didn't even know existed until now. Neither did I. Oh. Uh, but this series has yet to be licensed or picked up, but um, it's an isekai, so uh, I'm surprised it hasn't been, in all honesty. It probably will be in the next year or so. Hmm. Next 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we are recording the podcast now, so... Seven Cs, yeah, Press, there's your cue. Uh, get licensing. <laughs> they're, they've picked up on the surveillance microphones and cameras and whatnot in one of our, or all of our houses, and, and it's like, all right, and they're done talking about it? Yeah, go, go, That's go. the series they want. Get it out there, people. Yeah, we're, we're a kingmaker. That's what we are. Yep, and speaking of getting it out there, Phil, why don't you let our uh, user base know what is Black Summoner all about? Sure. This series follows the character Kelvin, who awakens with no memory of who he is or where he is. He's quickly informed that he has traded in all his memories for skill points and been reincarnated into a new world. And the series is following him on his adventures in said new world. There you go. Uh, no, I, I asked you to describe the series, not an isekai in general. <laughs> That's basically what he did do, though. <laughs> <laughs> this is as fucking generic as you can possibly get as far as isekai go. Well, just, just on that note, I will no, say... This is getting no. cut. Uh, well... <laughs> <laughs> what Phil's going to say there is this is what I requested specifically for this episode. I was like, I Short want... Method. Basic bitch isekai. I was like, you're never going to get a chance to really do this. Just give us the most generic isekai so I can do the depressed sigh at the end of the last episode and at the start of this one. And there you go. Well, he certainly fucking did. Did you deliver? Yeah, good God. This is... If I had to describe the most single most generic isekai to someone, I would describe this and then they would say, so what, all isekai then? Because it's... It's so generic. It could apply to anything. It's a guy who turns up in a fantasy world who suddenly becomes the hero because he can grow exponentially yeah, powerful yeah. really he quickly. He very specifically is not the hero. Oh, keep telling yourself that, buddy. Very specifically does not have the hero title. God, Mike. Sure. He's not a hero in the same way Goku's not a hero. I'd um, explain. <laughs> As in... Well, that's if you look like objectively, for example, at Goku and Dragon Ball's actions, he's not always the greatest of persons. Like <laughs> he will endanger the lives of other people in the name of a damn good fight. Oh yeah, which is exactly what our lead character does. Uh, yeah, sure. but the different difference here is in this world that Kelvin has found him in. 
there are literal heroes, people with the title of hero, like not something you can just call yourself. Well, that's and the he other. Does not have that. That's the other generic part of this. It's, it's like it's it's your standard, fucking standard fantasy world. Like if you think of whatever makes up yep. a generic ass fantasy world, it's here. So you got your swords, you got your Medieval magic. European setting, yes. Yep, and you've even got like the same thing that all isekai seem to do now, which is it throws in these random ass video game elements as well. But like, it's not like unique to the character this time, as it has been in the past. It's everyone seems to have this video game yep. system. Are you telling me, Mike, that? You don't want to be introduced by characters with just a giant stat block that means <laughs> absolutely nothing. It's I would rather just not. Numbers and some <laughs> skills. It's like great, great, okay. Oh no! But you see, the only reason we can see that is because uh, this main character is uh, Gary Stu. He is absolutely perfect in everything. He has had everything handed to him, and he's so good at all of it. And he always picks the proper correct things to do in the situations he's in like he had to pay a great price for that he had to pay the price of the authors not having to give him a backstory <laughs> yeah i was gonna point that out <laughs> oh my god it's like the whole trope of an isekai we, we joke about truck senpai a lot but in here they, they cut that part out it's so fucking lazy he just wakes up in a field one day oh i have no memories and i'm really powerful cool let's get on with it <laughs> and then he just immediately and i mean immediately adjust to it he has like one panel where he's like why would i give up my memories why and then it's never mentioned again <laughs> he just gets on with life it's mentioned because they talk about how he got so powerful and it's like yeah you, you got a shit ton of skill points when you transferred over because you gave up your memories to get them and it's like oh cool okay He's got he's got skill points to the level where it doesn't they don't even bother to try and explain what because he they has don't. double like XP and double skill, which is yeah. fine. But then he's like, I've still got like 10 times more than I should have in that case. And they're like, yeah, yeah. weird. Oh, well. Yeah, that, that does get hand-waved. Yeah, they, they don't even... They, they even go so far as to set up all the mechanics. Like, this very much has the gamer uh, syndrome of it spends way more time explaining the mechanics than it absolutely needs to. And so it just gets bogged down in mechanics. This one really did feel like the author wanted you to feel like you were reading a video game instead of playing one. So it is. I, I wouldn't say it's as bad as the gamer. It's not as bad, but it is still going that way. There's a lot of egregious mechanics. It's like, here's how the guild works. If you do 10 quests, you level up and then yeah. uh, forget that. He just levels up because he's special. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's super strong. So he just levels up and yeah, like it's. It, there's a lot of explaining how the, the game works, because if this doesn't turn out to be an actual literal video game that he's in, then it is some sort of bullshit. Yeah, there, it spends a lot of time explaining that, and a lot of it's so very unnecessary, and it just boxes out actual development of any character. It's just a guy who turns up in a field, I got rid of my memory so I could be strong. Um, okay, but we're not going to talk about it, though. I, okay. And now you have all these points and you grow really quickly. Um, okay. And also you have 10 times the amount of points you should do. Isn't that weird? Okay, now you're like the most powerful person out there. So, you know, the god is like your bestie. Yeah, yeah. He has like a... His, his god is like his fiance. 
I'm not sure. It's his familiar, maybe. something like that. Like that, that as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like it. It's very much got. Have you ever played Final Fantasy IX? And you've at the beginning of the game. You got Garnet, one of your main characters, who's the summoner, but she can't actually summon anything <laughs> because she hasn't got enough MP for it. It's essentially the same situation here. Oh God, that's another mechanic for the sake of it. It's like. When you summon, you'll be using your MP reserve, so you better be... Ah, we'll just throw that out the window. Yeah, they, they ignore that from that point on. They mention it once, yeah. just as kind of like a hand wave as to why he doesn't just Pokemon-style gotta catch can't them all. just summon God from the start. D- yeah. Like, it's, it's a lot of things that are just thrown in there because somebody at some point in the development of this thing went, but why doesn't he just do this? He doesn't do this because he hasn't got enough MP! <laughs> okay. Sure. Fucking hell, this thing it just it keeps just piling on useless explanations. And it's not even in furtherance of a story. Like at what point do any of these things further a story? The only thing it furthers is excuses as to why he's more powerful and to give you some sort of scale as to how powerful he is. I don't get it. Like, I, I, it really does feel like they wanted to make a video game and just didn't have the technical capability to do that. Or maybe this is like a backdoor way of getting somebody interested in making a video game. Like, oh, we make it out of a manga and the manga gets popular, then we could license that to make a video game. It's that dressing. It's so much that dressing. It's not furthering the story, but it helps explain some elements here and there. But do you ever feel like you need them explained, per se? Maybe not to the extent it goes into, but yeah, I think it's it's nice to understand some of how the world works that it is set in. Well, it's interesting then that you mentioned that, because I think another one which ties into both what you've said and what Mike said there is, for me, as well as doing a lot of time on the mechanic, well, okay, not an insane amount of time, it's not the gamer, but it no. takes time on the mechanics. It also takes a bunch of time where it'll go to flashbacks to like develop the lore of the world and like the backstory of how this kingdom fought this giant slime once upon a time and there's four warring kingdoms. And I'm not gonna lie, I glazed over whenever mm-hmm. any of those happened and they started throwing country names around. I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah. I mean And I, I feel bad about that because it's not necessarily that Again, I don't know how much it'll tie into it down the line, and I'm sure it's probably important down the line that X Nation and Y Nation hate each other. But at the time, I was just like, I do, do I care? Do I need to care about this? Yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but again, that's that's like your world building type. Thing. Yeah, it's. I feel you can't realistically cut that out because it probably will be important at some point. But it's it's one of those things where it's just like you can't not have those kind of details because then you really are just. Why, why even have this story? Even if it's not relevant to the story at that exact moment in time, it gives you an idea of the world at large that this is set in. You can do stories that just focus almost entirely on the main characters and make everything else kind of just background noise that is irrelevant until the main character actually needs to know it. But, uh, but then it just feels like it's an ass pull. It's the problem. This whole thing feels like an ass pull. <laughs> you feel like an ass pull. Oh, promises, promises. And ten minutes in, here are the innuendos. <laughs> everything mm-hmm. from everything from this manga feels like it was thrown in 
to solve a problem rather than thrown in to add to furtherance of a plot or a character arc or anything that would make it an actual story. Because it's weird, the only story you seem to get has nothing to do with the main character. Because there are side characters, a lot of side characters in this, and it's not like they're faceless people in a crowd. But you go into so much backstory for these characters to try and give the world some texture, and you just can't help but think, cool, but how does this enhance anything? How does this help the story along? You say so much. I, I don't feel like it's that much. Every single character of note gets some sort of back uh, flashback arc. Yeah. And it's, it's normally not even a chapter. It's like half a chapter or something. And it's like three characters you're talking about, Mike. I don't think it drags on and on maybe as much as Mike's implying, but it's definitely... So, for example, um, one of the uh, summons, because he's a summoner, spoiler, if you didn't sure get that in the title. Super rare as well. Yeah, super rare. Gerald, which is um, a, a knight, essentially, who uh, had passed away many moons ago, came back to haunt this castle as like a vengeful spirit or whatever, and then turns out to be a nice guy and just ends up teaming up with him, being a summon for him. But then yes. you get a whole bunch of his backstory at one point about how he was defending, I assume, the princess of the castle or some little girl. Again, my, again I feel bad for saying it. I was glazing over again because it's like, do I care? Not really. So for, for your sake, he was the leader of the Knight Legions of that kingdom. So he was essentially like the head of the military, I guess, would be the equivalent. And some guy from a neighboring country was like hey we need help from this country can can you help us the king was like no fuck off and the messenger was like well if you don't help us i'm gonna just like kill oh, everyone God, yeah this tied into that whole like and then oh spooky mage went <laughs> poison upon your land yeah basically he spread a plague which basically killed everyone in the country in two or three days it's implied i would argue though if if he had the ability to do that why do you need help but, okay uh, yeah well, we, we don't know. But, um, a dance, puppet's dance, I feel, was more his goal. But... Yes. But Ger Gerald, um, it's implied that the kid you saw him with in the flashback, that was his child. Because you see him talking to like his dying wife. He's like, yes, I'll take care of child's name. <laughs> I, How important the character. That, uh, right. I, I fully admit I take crib sheets for names and things but i'm well aware of who it's worth actually putting the name down the, the child's <laughs> name it's not worth putting the name down it is very much it's relevant to gerald's backstory and that flashback alone but that's the i guess that's kind of the point like they do show backstories for characters and as someone who loves character depth it feels weird to be seen on this but it just felt like the backstories were never relevant at all in any way it was more just we need to fill some pages and i mean character's gotta have a backstory right otherwise what's the point yeah, yeah. I, i'm i'm gonna finally drop this uh this nugget which you all knew was gonna come up in this one so in a much better version of this which was solo leveling because honestly i believe if you want to read this you should just read solo leveling but they do the exact same thing further down the line he gets the he becomes like a dark summoner type character 
and he gets the ability to summon things that he kills, essentially. Necromancer, yes. Yeah, and he, after that point, like, he will, he'll go and find these monsters, he will fight them, and then they'll have little bits of conversation, and he'll kill them, he'll capture them, he'll resummon them, and then after that point, you just get sort of dropped little nuggets of information about them as you go along through through their plot lines and through their speech and things like that. Like you just learn little bits about them as you go and as they are his, as they become deeper and more powerful as his servants. You don't get that here. Here it's like, here's a character, here's all his backstory, cool. And it's, it's just such an info dump, I think, I is the issue. I say it's like, here's all his backstory. It's here's why he is a spirit, a demon or whatever, rather than having passed on like everyone else. It's because of the nature of his death and the events leading up to that. Mm-hmm. So you don't really get a great deal of backstory besides that. It's much to explain why he is there still. Because this whole this manga we read is it's really not that bad. Realistically, no. like it is fine. Inoffensive is the word we like to use a lot. The issue is it's so very generic that anything that tries to be unique about it feels like an insult (laughs) it's like oh look at them trying to inject some actual character development into this boring ass plot what a tool i wouldn't go that far (laughs) i do i do agree that yeah this is very kind of as we said this would be like a textbook definition of isekai you'd be like oh you want to read just a a vanilla isekai as you can pretty much manage Mm -hmm. here you go check this one out in fact what you could do right is you could send someone black summoner like, okay, you now have the baseline isekai to compare every other isekai to. Is it better or worse than this one? You've, you, we have discovered absolute zero. Yeah. So, Phil, you've, you've yeah. read ahead of this, so I'm going to ask you this one. Right. So the, it's called Black Summoner. Now, Summoner, yes. I get, because he's, he's a Summoner. Right. He's mainly a green mage. He is, he, which is like Earth is, and Wind. Yes. So why is it Black summoner. Yeah, why not green summoner? <laughs> why not the berserker blah blah blah, whatever the nonsense subtitle is that I didn't reference? Oh, I, I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm not 100% on this because I've not really reread ahead mm-hmm. recently or that often, particularly. Sure. I want to say it's something to do with like, it's more down to like the. I'm going to say title, not like the title in the sense we would associate with the mechanics of the world, but like just what people call him title. I, th- I think they call him like either Reaper or Black Reaper or something because he starts running around with a scythe. Okay. Sure. Right. I, see. I could get like Dark Summon or something like that because he has a bit of a twist of personality. But um, yeah. yeah, and I think his clothing's, it doesn't obviously doesn't come through because. This I'm assuming black it's, black, it's black, like all this type part, protagonists. Yeah. It's yes. either black or it's going to be a dark green cape. Uh, I, I think it's black for the most part. Actually, you, you can probably see on like the covers. Not he's Kirito. He's Kirito. He's a little bit of Kirito, yep. <laughs> I, I don't know, I feel like he's got more personality than Kirito. <laughs> he does, which Ooh. is... Not that that's saying much, but... Yeah, he, he is right. Like, one is more than zero. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. When you are actually with the main characters in the present and it's not explaining mechanics and it's not a flashback and it's not a fight scene, 
they're not they're not that bad actually to like when yeah. they're just interacting as regular people yeah the, it, you don't get incel vibes off him like you do with so many isekai protagonists if anything and this is one of the bits i do want to praise the exact opposite because one of his familiars goes hey i want to bang and he's like all right it's and a little more bang. complicated than that it, it is a lot more complicated than because that. because he or... also purchased this person as a slave yes and there's a bit of story there because she had like some sort of curse that made things set on yes. fire which frankly i think would make her even better in combat but whatever it's and so he cures that anyone she touches his set on fire yeah sounds great luckily that problem is solved within two pages oh it is yeah it's like immediately yeah. solved he just so happens to have the ability to cure the curse but whatever no, he, he doesn't he, he has his skill points yeah he had skill points built up so he's like fuck it i now know white magic at a high enough level to fix that yeah he just so happens to know it yeah That's and sure. and then oh, hang on. No, no, i'm not letting you have this one no so not only that, he does ask as well his god familiar, like, hey, which skill is it? And she's like, it's that one. Sure. So he actually yeah. plans this. Yeah, but I'm more rather than he just so happens to know it, it it's it's more emblematic of he just has everything handed to him. Sure. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, like he does it is implied heavily that he does a bunch of off screen grinding, as it were, because he is uh what's the term? Like battle addicted or something battle, they battle call him a battle junkie uh yeah, i prefer it. i think the team four star term for it which is like fight sexual <laughs> that is on, the team four star name for it is great but um battle junkie is the common nomenclature in the anime manga i've not actually encountered that before so it's if that carries over then growing archetype i will say sure but yeah then just to finish off this he bangs someone arc. Bangs someone. The end. Well, she walks into his room one night and says, Hey, I'm your sex slave. We should do the sex. And he's okay, like, okay. Uh, no, you That's pretty much what happened there. Really not. Okay, you could explain it better then. Go on. <laughs> it's more just the way you're presenting it is all wrong. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, and then you're he... not entirely wrong. But... So basically, he has saved her from a life of this curse where anyone she touches immediately burns away. Mm. They then party together and hang out for a bit, and he does a yeah. lot to make help make her stronger and everything, give her good skills and abilities, and doesn't really ask for much of a deal. And yeah, we're just the party now, and all of that. And then she's like, "Well, I've been trained this way because you know, slave. That's that's why people buy slaves. Yes, yes." yes. So she's like, aren't you, aren't you interested in doing that? At which point he's like, well, no, unless you want to. So, yeah, this is what I was getting to. Yeah. Like, it's consensual. Yes, this is what um, I was getting to. He basically uh, says, no, no, I don't want to do that because you are a, you, you're a slave and I, that's not why I purchased you. I, I very strongly want to disagree on the comment that it was consensual. It cannot be consensual. Oh, because she was because purchased. She... Yeah, she is a slave. It is not consensual by its very nature. Sure. I, 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 by that logic, it could never be consensual for them. Yes, that's nonsense. that's my point. It can never be consensual. Well, that's nonsense. I disagree heavily with that. <laughs> like, uh, there is a severe... It's something that looms over the relationship, sure, but to say that, therefore, it can never be consensual, that's that's crap. No, it's... it's no. Well, it, to me, it's more the point that he's like, yeah, you can go... 
if you really want to. And like he does free her essentially, and then she says, "Hey, do you want to do sex?" And then, and then he's like, "No, because you're a slave, and that's bad." And she's like, "Yeah, but I want her though." Like, okay. And I know you could go with the argument of she is, she is a slave. This is, you know, she feels like she needs to survive, etc., etc. But I never got the intent. Look, I never got the me. feeling that it wasn't consensual. I, I'm not saying I get the impression it wasn't. Sure. I'm just saying, in general, there is no situation in which, under our legal systems, so sure. to speak, that wouldn't be considered rape. Because... There are legal systems you can't have a slave. Well, yes. I'm, we're putting a small... Aside on that point, putting aside the caveat that it's impossible legally to have that situation even begin. Yes. Well, no. Here's here's a here's one thing that might swing it one way or the other. How old are these people? Uh, he's twenty three. She's sixteen. All right. Is she only sixteen? She, I mean, she's, she's also 16. an elf, so you know, half elf. She could be ten thousand years old for all we know. Yes. She's a half elf. No, we we're explicitly told she's sixteen. Sixteen thousand. Sixteen. Well, I can't get off to this. One six. She has to be at least 10,000 years old or it does nothing for me. Actually, to be fair, don't they say that the demon daughter is like 23? She's 21, but she was sealed for... Yeah, she's already been around for hundreds of years. Well, officially, her age is recorded as 21 in her stat block. Yeah. So I assume it's like when she's sealed, she doesn't age and they're just sort of saying, yeah, she's 21. If you ignore those, it's like conveniently, the teenage area where she can hang out with the protagonists. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was gonna say, and it's not creepy, but when has that ever stopped manga before? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I do remember one of the things I was thinking in this roughly same vein. Uh, we find out pretty early on that he's a summoner and how his summoning powers work. So the yes. first thing he finds is a slime. Yep. Generic fantasy world. Yes. Generic fantasy world fight slimes. Cool. So he. Pokeball Go captures this slime and mm. then he summons the slime again and you find out very quickly that uh, creatures evolve, this is literally the word they use, evolve over time into like more powerful things. I'm like, I'm just sitting there thinking, that's going to turn into a sexy anime girl, isn't it? And to their credit, it didn't. <laughs> it did not. It turned into a bigger it slime. It turned into a big fucking slime, yeah. And then later on they introduced the anime girls anyway. Like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> but she's not so a slime. Close. Not a slime, though. <laughs> so, you know, one point for you, Manga. They also get all... Well, they don't get all the main protagonist abilities, but they essentially also get his ability of insane growth. Yeah. So they also become overpowered gods. That's because he he tells them to get it. Oh, no, I appreciate that, but then it's all like... Yeah. Okay. Well, it's one of the... This is one of the things that bothers me a lot is, okay, so he knows about this skill. Supposedly everyone else can buy skills as they please. Yeah, why does no one one else else doing this? That's very fair. Mm -hmm. The only logic I can think of is it's purely video game mechanics logic of if he spends all his skill points now on all these XP ups and stuff, if he gets to max level, those essentially wasted XP um, skill points. I would guess... Because they do mention that not all characters can get all skills, so I'm guessing it's like a boon of the goddess or something like that. No, because there are like blessings and things, and he doesn't have one. That's something he's a bit. That that is a little thing. The the only 
logic I could come up with, and actually it's quite interesting we've all come up with different theories on this, mm. I will say, sure. is that so skills have costs associated with them, and that they perhaps have a higher cost, so normal people just can't get the skill points to get it because it's implied like you get five points per level up normally. All they have to do is trade all their memories and then they yeah, and Yeah, he traded in all his memories to get all his skill points, which is a unspecified amount. I mean, apparently it's like you can actually do math with it. You can do you the can. math because um, it does specify specifically how much each of these skills cost because it gives you like it goes into huge detail about how much everything costs and the ranking system of all the abilities and stuff. Huge details. Yeah. You can do the math on that. I'm not going to, but you can. Well, it's just because, um, obviously, that's for, like, I'm going to call them normal skills, which have, like, ranks F to S, because, mm -hmm. of course, Japan. Of course. And the, like, double growth and double XP ones, they don't have a rank associated with them, so I assume they're, like, special skills sure. which have a separate cost outside of that to me this sounds like a pretty great deal honestly you get all of these skill points and i get to forget the time i shit myself that's great sounds like a good deal it's an absolute win like you have to make the assumption he probably had a pretty shitty life he was like you know what fuck it i don't want to remember any of that <laughs> it sounds like a great deal honestly yeah. I've, if i could if i could trade all of my life's memories for ultimate power that'd be great because it's mean, not like you'd miss true. it You'd be a little annoyed you couldn't remember anything, but apparently you just move on with life. I was about to say, of course you'd miss it, but then, no, you're right, you, you wouldn't even remember it. You wouldn't yep. know what you're missing. Sounds like a pretty great deal, honestly. I mean, fairness, you could do, not not that I think it does or ever will, you could do like an interesting arc about what was his life like if he had to, you know, brainwipe himself. The thing mm. that's a bit weird, and I did want to touch upon, so we're told he's lost all his memories. Mm-hmm. Yet he still remembers he's from Japan. He does. Some things will never change. Like he remembers he wants to eat rice, Phil. Well, yeah, no, that. But that's my point. Like we know early, early on, he remembers he's Japanese. I think. Yeah, it's it like says. the first panel is like this doesn't look like Japan. Yeah, it doesn't look like Japan. And then, yeah, as you as you say, Sean, there is then that bit a bit later on where he's like, "God damn it, I want to eat rice. It's in my blood." <laughs> the rice thing I could you get. assume. Because of this is just because of the way, it, like, because it's it naturally comes from it's written in Japan that he is speaking yes. Japanese in the new world. Sure, but if you have no memories, you don't remember that what you're speaking is Japanese. <laughs> well, no, because like, even if you have amnesia, you still like remember. Oh man, are we going into? Yeah, as I say, it's in fairness. This is one of the things it doesn't go into, like the whole like, how can you speak to everyone? No, everyone just speaks a language. I, yeah. I'm going to go with the assumption it's just they speak Japanese. They all speak common. Yes. Yes, they yeah. speak common. This this is why I'm going with one of the many reasons I'm going with this is a actual literal video game. But whatever. I will say it's not an actual literal video game. Well, then it's stupid. not. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I mean, there's a not. Hasn't ended. On. It's it's not, but there's enough stuff later on. I would be very surprised if it turned out to be an actual literal video game. Final panel of the final chapter, just some dude turning off the TV. <laughs> I, it's it's what the Dragon Quest movie did, pretty much. So, you know. <laughs> uh. I mean, hey, if this guy can just trade all of his memories for more skill points, why doesn't he just do that every like like once a year? I think the assumption is it's like a one-time deal. Ah, well, he wouldn't remember. I also think he's enjoying his life at the moment now. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, it's... Uh, uh, 
I'm not sure why this thing rubs me up the wrong way. I think it is just because it is so very. But it also doesn't help that at one point, like all, almost all isekais have this. So this isn't necessarily a knock against Black Summer or against the genre. But as part of like having an overpowered character, there comes a point in everyone, usually fairly quickly, where it's the equivalent is like jumping the shark in the media. I don't know if that's the right term for this, but essentially when they do a fight and they win and you're like, oh, got it. He'll never lose again. Yeah. Right. And in this one, in fairness, it takes a few fights in this one. Uh, but for me in this one, it was when it was like, oh, I'm going to fight a demon. But no, wait. I'm an arc demon, one of the four like guards of the demon king himself. Yes. Oh, I've lost and I've died. Well, guess yep. he'll never lose again. No, I, I, I called that exact thing in the first big fight he does because it's like just it, it's the it's the whole you've activated my trap card logic of yeah. anime and manga where he's doing a fight and he suddenly pulls out several abilities that you've never seen before like he literally just pulled them out just for this fight i mean that's because you're thinking like chapter three sure but it's like he goes from when he's fighting the the the, the, the adventure that goes Elvin, around killing. kelvin no not kelvin that's the lead character Kel- i had Kelvin's his name written yeah. down no yeah. i didn't bother writing down the i'm going to say villain Ashel. with big air quotes Ashel. yeah sounds right yeah sure and he just like he's fighting this guy and you've not seen any implication that he's that much stronger but then he fights the guy and then suddenly he pulls out two pretty powerful spells you've never seen before which are apparently quite high rank and then you suddenly get a look at his stat block and he's like oh i'm actually 17 levels higher like what what (laughs) this just happens and this you know from that it's going to keep happening it's always gonna look bad until he activates his trap card every fight that one I didn't mind so much because there was no real implication that the casual was actually that strong, especially because he was sure. relying on yeah. other people. So I could forgive him. And we hadn't really seen like what his abilities were. We knew he had super sane growth. And then as mm-hmm. is hammered home, as he starts casting green magic spells at the Wushu, mm-hmm. which are all like a lot of them are like wind based, which means they don't really look that good in mm-hmm. combat. In fact, if I had to say something, I don't think a lot of the action scenes are either clear or yeah engaging especially because it's called black summoner i don't think they're unclear but i agree they're not exactly exciting or anything that they're nothing spectacular to look at i do wind blade which is like his signature move and it's like yeah sure i i feel i feel bad especially as this is one of the few series that does like utilize a lot of double page shots like way more than most manga do but uh Mm -hmm. i just yeah so many that we assumed, or to collectively assumed, that one of the chapters had like half the pages missing. <laughs> but nope, it's just a lot of double page spreads. To be fair, the one that got me in the casual fight, and it never comes up, which is weird, is um, he kills him. Yeah, like quite he, brutally. He turbo kills that guy, like rips him in half. Yeah, you see the top half of his torso smashing the wall. And even though this guy is infamous at the guild they are, and they very clearly had a bit where they're like, we're both going on this quest to see who can do it first. No one ever asks, where did yeah. that where'd that casual guy go? Bit weird. I might just be imagining this, but did he not say like, oh yeah, he lost to the demon? I don't Maybe. The, 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 the knight that is now his familiar. I could, I could be entirely admit that. from how much I was glazing over things, I could have missed that one line. 
admittedly. There is a lot of casual murder in this. Like, a lot. Like, you get another bit, a little bit later on, the Black Wind Bandits or something. The Ark, we understand, yeah. Yeah, this is a, this is a fair bit later, uh, near the end of what we read. And there, there's this moment where, like, this whole group of them attacks the, the now protagonist party. There's, like, three or four people in it at this point. Because he just yeah. starts to collect his harem. Uh, sure. It, not, yeah. Well, he's not wrong. He's <laughs> Okay, he's, he's not wrong. But to be yeah. fair, his hammer includes a big full plated knight. I, What's I wrong with that? Progress. <laughs> it's a pretty progressive hammer. He's got a slime yeah. as well. He does have a slime in there as well. So just to clarify then, his party by the end of where we are. So there's Kelvin the lead. He's got Clotho, the slime. I do like Clotho, what's yeah. his name. Uh Gerald, who is like, yeah, a stereotypical like 50-year-old knight. 138. Sure. Uh, Ethel, who is his elf waifu. Feel yep. Ethel. Yeah. Sarah, who is his demon waifu. Uh, demon Lord. The demon Lord's daughter, yeah, which is another... I'll get to that fun part in a moment. And also, you know, uh, is it Melfina? Melfina, yeah. Yeah, who is a god. The god of reincarnation. Who we find out in uh, chapter one. After, you know, she's told him, yeah, you got rid of all your memories. Apparently, she's so beautiful that upon seeing her, he immediately fell in love, apparently. As you do. As you do. Hey, we, we've read Tonikaku Kawi. That's, that's how it goes. Unfortunately. So he's fighting this group of bandits. <laughs> that was a top four series from last year, Mike. So he's fighting a group of bandits. <laughs> so he's fighting a group of bandits. <laughs> yes. And... Yeah, like, like, he goes, like, uh, granted, they attacked him, and they were probably gonna kill him. I'm not saying it's not justified, but he straight up goes, he, he straight up murders the entire group of them, and then when it goes to beating the the person in charge, he's like, no, keep her alive, I have questions. It's like, now, dude, now, I wanna specify that is here. casual murder. Technically, he doesn't. I, I was gonna point that does. out. Sure. <laughs> I was, I was going to point a out... A demon yeah. murdering people makes sense. Yeah, but she does it at his behest, is what I'm saying. Like, he, he effectively gives the order, and then, even if he didn't, he doesn't tell her to stop <laughs> Like sure. when, he, when she starts murdering. Like, he's on board with the casual murder. And, like, I'm, I get it. Like, again, bandits, probably going to kill him. This is not the most outrageous form of casual murder out there, as none of them are, because... Of course, he's the he's a Gary Stu character. He's always in the right. Like, well, always. the thing is, I don't even necessarily mind that there's like casual murder. Like, it's better than that than bleaches. No one ever dies. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, it's just that there are never like really any consequences of no mm. uh, any of it. Which is, and I'm not saying it has to be like, how dare you murder? You go to prison now because you know it's <laughs> ye olde fantasy world. There will be murder. I was going to say, I assume the killing of bandits is allowed if anything he's probably gonna get in fact no i'm pretty sure he did get rewarded for that i, I think the only one he would get in trouble for is um cashel was it yeah who was also a guild member yeah but as i say he probably probably just said yeah died to the demon it's also the thing that also gets me is when i call it casual murder i really do mean he doesn't even think twice like it's not like there's there's no even lip service to Oh God! I've taken a life. It's like no, no, you just murder, just murder. Yeah. Apparently, amongst all of his 
memories he forgot. He also forgot morality as well. Because <laughs> he's also, like, let's not forget, he is a battle junkie or whatever we called him. Like, yeah. he, he seeks out these fights. I think he's just a serial killer. It's a... So to be clear, it's not just he seeks out fights, it's he seeks out like challenging fights. Like he sure. doesn't care about the rabble that are underneath his gaze, as it were. You know who still who has that logic? Serial right. killers. Serial killers, sure. <laughs> when a serial killers aren't going around going, yeah, I'll kill this guy and then I'll level up. Some of them are. <laughs> you know some, some of them are. Some of them probably are. I've watched yeah. Criminal Minds. Yeah. <laughs> There's got to have been at least one serial killer in real life that honestly believed they were in this isekai-style video game world. Who says they weren't, Mike? Who said they didn't get isekai'd over here? <laughs> Who's... Maybe th- would you maybe know that's someone it. got isekai'd? Maybe that's all serial killers. They were in an isekai world, but then they got isekai'd t- into our world and had all their memories wiped. So the only thing that was left with them is the need to kill, but that's not allowed in this world. Um, can you? I mean, I know there are a few series that do this, but can you imagine this point where they're like you get isekai and this is where you come? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this is like because this is a pretty. If you go from like a standard ass medieval world with no magic or anything like that, and then you get isekai here, we've got technology. It's kind of like magic, techno magic. Yes, we have pieces of paper that have stuff that move on them and can play videos and stuff. It's tablets. Tablet computers, you know? It's arguably safer as well, just for a general person. Yeah, we have all the knowledge of the world in our pockets these days, you know, yeah. on your phone. It's, and yeah. look where it's got us. Oh, it's not better. <laughs> I can actively, this is a tangent, but I can actively say I am dumber because of, because of technology. <laughs> Like, I, I don't need to know how anything's spelt, because spell check will catch it. I don't need to know math, because I can Google what is 10 plus 2. <laughs> Mike, no, we're like the last generation who had to deal with the world before everything was technology. Yep, and I've been made dumber by it. Like, I don't need to know anything, I can just Google it. <laughs> like, I, I, like, and if I haven't been made dumber from it, as the last generation of people who actually needed to know shit, then we've got no hope for humanity from now on. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, this is not the best segue, but speaking of dumber. <laughs> so I think I mentioned, I said I was going to do this a little earlier on, and Phil will probably be able to correct me here. So the goal, the reason why Melfina is summoning our Kelvin and other characters, or we might get to a down the line, into this world is essentially because the demon lord is going to be reincarnated soon so they need to get super strong people who can beat that up correct yeah that, that's what we get for i don't think for that, an overarching plot that's not why kelvin's here but yes that, okay. that is a plot point okay that's, what, that's basically what we get for an overarching plot yeah so there is demon king go beat him up except we right. now have the demon king or the future demon king is no. now in his party no, because the Demon King is a title, it's not a lineage. So she is the daughter of the previous Demon King, but she is not guaranteed to be the next Demon King. Even though they refer to her as that? Uh, they do, because I, I'm, I assume there's a general assumption she will be, but I don't think it's a guarantee, because the Mel- Melfina even points out, even if you kill, in this case, Sarah, the, the daughter of the previous one, there would still be a Demon King at some point okay. in the future. Right. Because 
I think actually she even says the Demon Kings are always reincarnated from a, a different world at some point. I think. Oh, oh don't get me wrong. Calvin's the Demon King, sure. <laughs> sure. Okay, right. I mean, he's already got the twisted personality he needs I, uh, for it. So. Yeah. She she basically says it's a natural. She says it's a natural cycle of the world. There will always be a Demon King kind of thing, and they've got to get the heroes to fight them. Of which Kelvin is supposedly neither, as far as we know. Okay, uh, that's that's fine. I just I remember reading it and going, wait a minute. Yeah, it it is a little, it is a little kind of hand wavy, and it's lampshaded because you do have Kelvin go, "Oh, Malfina's been a bit vague about all of this." That's a bit yeah. weird. Yeah, there's a whole lot of lampshading in this. So much. Mm. I mean, to be fair, that is also like tied into one of the plots that maybe will well is going to be coming to something right as where we stop reading because i believe it was belfina who'd also summon like these other four people from not necessarily earth but another world into, another world yeah into this world and with the intention that they'll get super strong and be that and then they're strong but they're not like kelvin levels yeah yeah well he he even says this himself he's like what what the hell they've been here for a year how the hell are they still this week yeah. Kind of thing. Why don't they have my protagonist Juju? He's basically like, why why aren't they as smart as me and doing all this shit when you yeah. Yeah, like that that's purely so in my opinion anyway, it's purely so we can have yet another reflection of Kelvin and show that he is this powerful because he is the bestest ever. Well he's literally, I'm assuming the next chapter is he fights them. Considering he literally then goes into the bandits hideout. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to pretty much just slaughter you all without batting an eyelid. And even those before he gets there, like, yeah, I'll one-shot this fight. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, man, you're here to like, end us. Like, oh, no, I'm just here because I want the real fight that's coming this way. Yeah. Uh, like, given it's the next couple of chats, I don't feel bad with saying, yes, that's that's exactly what happens. He, he fights the heroes. Yeah, I'm, I'm also... One thing I will say is good about this, even though he is fighting addicted, this rarely strays into wait for Goku. It, it it rarely like he actually does fight himself. Like he does do the fights. He doesn't hang around, and we don't get distracted with side characters for a billion it's, chapters. Yeah, while it's not like his parties are like, oh no, like oh, Gel's got to stall for time until Kelvin shows up. Ooh. Yeah, which I guess is an improvement to what we normally get. Like it's such a small victory because it it doesn't. This thing doesn't give you anything to really cling on to because it is so very samey and generic all the way through. Like there's there's a couple of in what just what we read there, I'd say there's four arcs, I would say, maybe. Where uh about that. Yeah. The starting arc, the fight against the demon, the city stuff we're on now, and the probably yeah. one I'm forgetting. Yeah, and there's the bandit stuff as well. That that's what Sean's saying. The one oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, three or four arcs, and they're all very self-contained. And I'm pretty sure the chapter titles are literally just, like, Demon Fight 2, Demon Fight 3. It's like, okay, this is very on the nose. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, not not every manga cares to properly oh, title no, their chapters. I'm not complaining, me. per se. I was just like, damn, that's okay. Oh. I, I mean, you could have stopped that statement early. You could have just been, not every manga cares. <laughs> sure. Okay, okay, no. I feel like every manga cares is just some... Care more than others? 
sure. <laughs> Some want to do every little element and then give you like five alternate titles, like fly me to the moon. And then some yeah. are like, here's your chapter title. Like, why do I care about that? I'm writing the story. I was, I was going to say, that normally if someone's putting in the effort to do the chapter titles, there's normally like some meaning or pun or something going on with it or something like that or some reference. Whereas a lot of other people are just like, I, I don't fucking care. It's, it's a chapter. You don't care what it's called. It's, it's this chapter number. You're you're reading it. You don't care what the title is. You're going to find out what it's about. I mean, it ain't got nothing on the chapter titles from uh, the Monogatari, whatever it was called, where one of the title chapters. I know exactly what you're about to say. Title chapters were just the words, all caps, bear tits. <laughs> that was it. That was the that was and the title. Look, of one when of that chapters. bear got his tits out, I was <laughs> impressed. <laughs> you know what? If that's what that chapter had been about, I would have been. Uh... Pretty happy, but unsurprisingly, it was about some 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 naked yeah. breasts. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> uh, and that was that was the down. That, that was that was the low point of our year last year. And well, technically, this is the low point of this year. It's also I the mean, high point. Of this it's year. also the high point. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that means that you know some people got glass half full because this isn't shit. Is the thing <laughs> like it's hard to find anything to say about it because it is so generic. But it's not shit. It's not bad. It's not offensive. Well, here's one for you then, Mike, where you might be able to get an opinion on. All right. Something away, uh, like, well, the writing being generic is kind of gets. What did you think of the art? Honestly, fine. Like, it was, it was fine. Like, it wasn't bad art. I could always tell what everything was. I could tell what they were going for. The couple of color pages were well colored. I don't know what it was like. The art, yeah, it's all right. But there was something that always felt off about it when I was going through it. And I felt, I don't know, something imprecise. One complaint I have is you don't tend to notice it because you rarely get those kinds of shots. But when you get like the full body shots of characters, they seem to have a very elongated midsection. Mm, okay. Like it's, it's a very stylistic choice, I guess. But like, it just looks a little off. I guess I always felt faces looked a little weird, I think, was what I said. Uh, and I couldn't tell you why, per se. I didn't know if it just felt like things were a little out of alignment on them, but I don't know. I, I've never had a problem with the face. Through it. The eyes, I think, are a bit different to what we would normally see in other series, but... I also don't think they're drastically different either, is the thing. It was nothing that made me go, oh, Christ, I can't read this. But I don't know, something about, like, a lot of the time I was going, like, something about me made me think, this doesn't feel, this doesn't sit quite right, but I could never say why. I think, me, personally, if I had to say it didn't sit right, it's because they were trying their best to not rip off Sword Art Online. <laughs> like, that's, that's, the, that's the vibe I get from this. They're like, we want that, but we also don't want to be sued. He doesn't use swords, so, you know, it's fine. We want that, but we don't want to be sued. That's uh, what we're looking for here. Can you do that? Can you do that? I, I guess. <laughs> ah, yes, uh, knockoff Sword Art Online, my favourite. I mean, again, just generic fantasy world. It is generic it's, fantasy. Yeah. Like, the, the designs are fine. A couple of the characters had twistedly six miles, and I liked that. Like, I liked Kelvin, I liked Sarah being more twisted and evil, and I liked the guildmaster, who was also very kind of... Uh, Rio. 
yeah, Puppet Master pulling strings. And like the only one who seemed to be Kelvin's equal in many ways. <laughs> sure. I don't think it's even that he was his equal. It was just like, yeah, do do what I want or I start blabbing about all these skills you're hiding from people and then you're going to have to deal with the nobles, which you That's don't want to do. He was the only character who like, it came across where the lead character was like, all right, okay, I can't yeah. just Goomba stomp you or ignore you. Oh, yeah. no. it, it was very much... The, the guild master was very much blackmailing him in a way. Yes, very much. Yeah, like, do, do what I want, and, and you get to continue. Well, it's literally like, like the, after the first discussion, they're both just shaking hands and they're both just like doing the. <laughs> yeah. Funny little side story about this. When I read it, I did the what Sean said earlier and glossed over a little bit during like a fairly important conversation, as it turned out, because I had no idea who this guy was. I then did go back and reread it to learn who he was. But like, I had no idea who this guild master guy was, so I was just thinking, man, the butler's getting sassy, isn't he? <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, no, yes. he's okay. Because he absolutely looks like a butler. Like the stereotypical anime butler. It's the monocle and the, the, the smart dress and the fact he's just an older guy as well. Yeah. Grey hair and what have you. Yeah, absolutely looks like your generic anime butler. So it's like, fucking hell, this guy's getting a bit sassy. Like, oh, no, oh, okay, wait, no, he's... He's actually evil. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Because <laughs> that's the thing. I, I don't feel like anyone's the good guy in this. That doesn't no, feel like there's any good guys. They're, I also they're all don't evil. think it necessarily tries to portray Kelvin sure. as a good guy. Sure. No, I, I'd agree with that. Like, I, I would also feel like I wouldn't call him a bad guy. He does like murdering. He sits he in like the anti-hero yeah. style. Well, I'm going to go with he enjoys a good murder, so he's probably bad. He enjoys a good fight. Yeah. And it always ends to the he's death. He's the cool, edgy kid for the teens to get into. Yeah. Except he's 23. And he's got black in his title because that sells better than green, even though he only uses green probably. magic. Probably, probably does. Does. Yes. Because black summoner sounds cool. Green summoner sounds like he summons he also, properly. He does use white magic as well. After... Ethel joins yeah. the party. Sure, because he has to because learn he learned it to, white magic. So to, just to heal her. It. I was about to say, like, when do we get our healer Isakai? And then I remembered what was in the suggestions channel on our thing. And I'm like, can we not have the healer Isakai? <laughs> if you want the healer Isakai that is not that, I can find one for you. I'm sure there, you can. A couple that spring to mind. Healers are the best class. And it's always their fault. <laughs> There, there is a couple. How dare you? I will stab you where you stand, Mike. <laughs> well, I'm sitting down for one thing, and good luck find, catching me standing up. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just what life's come to over this last year. It's come to sitting down permanently and sitting down, reading this guy, <laughs> and honestly thinking, you know what? This is preferable over the life I've had this last damn, year. Damn. Oh man, if I could forget a year, this last year of my life and then just... Oh, if you could trade it in for skills, yeah. Yeah, trade in for skills in a heartbeat. Oh, man. Like, I maintain. Great. It's a great deal. Yeah. 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 As long as you don't remember what you've lost, but you can't because you don't remember it. Well, no, hang, hang on. In this deal, are you also getting transported to a new world? Sure. Okay, then yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you can have everyone around you being like, Oh my god, how could you forget our firstborn child? And then I'd be like, ooh, look at the fireballs I'm casting. 
<laughs> You're like, don't care. I can fly. Like, we'll be that fireball like the wanger guy. Bitch, I'm out. Rocket jets out of the house. Did you trade in oh. all your memories for a jetpack? So what have I did, bitch? <laughs> Whatever makes you happy, buddy. Did you trade all of your memories for the ability to fly? I can't remember. Like, yeah, I guess you wouldn't. Oh, my God. Right. I feel like we've covered pretty much everything in this series. Is there anything else anyone wants to bring up? Not particularly. It's just I, I can't hammer home enough how middle of the road this is. It's like if you want to learn what the isekai genre has to offer, but you don't want it to be too thinky, then this one's for you. I would not say this should be your first isekai. There, sure. there are better isekais for there, definitely. There are. But, you know, you'll appreciate those more after reading this. I, I would argue start with those all the same. Start with solo leveling. And if you read any that are worse, you'll appreciate this more for not being those. Uh, yeah. I can guarantee there is definitely worse. Wait, no, solo leveling isn't this Akai, technically. It, it, it technically is not, not. No, but we've been comparing it, so I'm saying it is. Well, he goes to plenty of other worlds. He does go to other dimensions, yeah. He does, yeah. True. yeah. Kind of, Isakai. And it has all the trappings of an Isakai without actually being one. Yeah, well, that's, that's modern fantasy, as we've had this discussion many times before, and we'll have again. The two genres have become almost synonymous at the moment, and that sucks, because there's so much more to fantasy than just, I'm in an MMORPG! Mm. But that's where we're at. They're not in an MMORPG, Sean. They might as fucking well be, Phil. He's, he's just in a new world with magic and swords. He has a stat block. He levels up. He forms a party to go find the demon. Ga Not an MMO, Sean. That is one thing I was going to point out, but then never got around to. is the fact that everyone is on board with all of the video game elements. Like, this is not a shock to anyone. Like, this is just normal-ass conversation. Joining a party and the guild and... Yeah, so in this is a difference to some other risk I like. It varies Isekai to Isekai, obviously, but some, obviously, like the stat block and leveling up and all that kind of jazz is only knowable to the main character. Only mm -hmm. they are aware of it. And then you have ones like this where, no, it's just built into the world. Everyone is aware of it. Everyone knows stat blocks are a thing. This is why I'm convinced it's just actually a video game. And if you tell me it's not, then... I don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, oh my god, it's baby's first time bringing up the status menu. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at him. He's learning how to summon Satan. That's adorable. <laughs> we have to leave. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're pregnant. And then so you can see your baby stat blocks. You could see what's going to happen. And you're like, oh, ooh, I don't know about that one. Yeah, I have like 12 jokes on, that you would definitely edit out here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm uh, not even going to say them. Save you some work. Ah, uh, thanks, buddy. Well, in that case, <laughs> let's, uh, let's delve into what we always end on then. So having now thoroughly gone through every part of Black Summer, which there aren't many, but we've, we've somehow managed it. Mm -hmm. So now we always wrap up the show by looking at whether we would read more, whether we would buy more. And uh, there's nothing announced or planned at the moment if we would watch an anime adaptation, if it ever came to be. So you know what? For once, I'm going to go to you first, Phil. New, new year, new, new order for people. Like, Phil, you obviously have read more. Sure have. 
if it ever gets licensed, would you buy it? And if it ever gets adapted, would you watch it? Uh, I would probably watch it, sure. And it is not offensive in any way, really. It it is as we've said, it's pretty middle of the road. If I wasn't watching a million other things in that season, I might watch it. If it's on the relevant streaming services. Would I buy it? I wouldn't be opposed to buying it, but it's not high on the list. That there are many other series I would sooner buy first. And I would say that's probably true of everyone listening. Fair. Yeah, this is definitely, as we've said so many times, there's about as middle of the road you can get. Like, in year one, Phil was like, Rent a Girlfriend is the middle of the road series, and it wasn't, it was shit. But this, this is about as middle of the road, will sit in the middle of the table as you could possibly get. Mm-hmm. Like, even amongst the isekai slash fantasies we've read, this is probably like, yep, this is just the most generic one. Doesn't reach for the stars, but doesn't fuck it up either. Just based on the numerous isekai I've read, it does have the advantage of the characters are actually characters. Yeah, they're also tolerable. Yeah, it's there's a lot of isekai out there where, we've said it before, like the, the main characters just have no personality, for example. And it's just like, otherwise it's the exact same sort of thing, generic as isekai. Whereas this one, at least you've got a character with a personality. Yeah, I think I mentioned it earlier, but yeah, I did say that when when it's not action or lore or explanations, when it's just the characters hanging out but having banter, yeah, I like that. They're, none of them are like, I don't think any of them are like, oh god, it's them, here we go again. Like, I like those, I like those characters in those brief moments, but again, those are brief moments. But, uh, so yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't read more, I wouldn't buy it, I wouldn't probably go out my way to watch it. But also, at the same time, if someone came up to me and said, oh, I'm thinking of getting to that, I'd be like, yeah, sure. If you like Isekai, why not? It's it's fine. It is fine. It's definitely an Isekai. Yeah, it's definitely an Isekai. You won't hate it. It's not going to be your next favourite series that you get posters of and build your life around. But I mean, Maybe you won't. But no. It's, it's alright. But I, I also get the distinct feeling that if it does get animated, it will probably be outshined by whatever other isekai gets animated in that series because it's yeah, I see that it's just there. It's a filler. It's <laughs> as as a series goes, isekai series goes. This is just the filler isekai that you might read on the back burner while you're waiting for solar leveling or sword Art online or whichever isekai takes your fancy to a uh, update or have a new volume or something. So, yeah, not something I'm going to get more invested in, but hey, if you find it all right, more power to you. Mm-hmm. Mike? Yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts on the whole thing as well. It's, it is fine. Like, it's not going to break any records. It's not going to be anyone's favorite, but it is there. It's fine. I would probably play the video game, honestly. Like, if this was a video game... I've got some good news, Mike. Was that? Have you considered playing the award-winning Final Fantasy XIV, which has a free trial, including the award-winning Heavensward expansion up to level 60 with no restrictions on time? You are fucking desperate to have anyone to play with, aren't you? That's that's a meme. That's actually a meme. <laughs> of I mean, hell, that's how they do their adverts. Sure. <laughs> I 
mean, I've, I've also got good news for you, Mike. Was that? Pick up literally any JRPG. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's You're literally playing one at the moment, essentially, in Fire Emblem, so, you know. In keeping with its generic attitude, a lot of games do what this do, what this do and I would, I'd play it. I've played enough of them. Why stop now? <laughs> and yeah, characters are fine. I mean, Kelvin is one cool dude, especially when you consider one Kelvin is minus 272.15 Celsius. So one cool dude. You've been holding on to that joke the entire episode. No. Yes. That <laughs> <laughs> oh. was never a good moment to drop. I was okay. going to say, you've been waiting the entire hour and a half to be like, oh, come on, guys, set me up, please. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. <laughs> like, I can't hide it, yeah. Yeah, but the characters themselves are, they're, they're actually pretty cool dudes, all of them. And I feel like some of the girls might. Sure, everyone's a dude in my mind, it's fine. Okay. Some of the characters are in fact very specifically genderless, as it does say. And yeah, like it's I wouldn't like if you forced me to read this, I'd be like, alright. No skin off my nose is fine. Yeah, just I'll read it, sure. But I don't think I would actively seek it out. You know, so No uh Eminence and Shadow. I definitely wouldn't seek that out, but I would also really like to do most other things instead of reading Eminence and Shadow. Uh, that is my point, yes. Okay, yeah, in that case, yes. I. It is no Eminence and Shadow. It is readable. Because it is. really is. It's just there. Like, even the name's generic as well. Black Summoner. How fucking generic a manga well, title is that? So, you know, this is like... I don't usually ask this, but this is a different one uh, to kind of wrap it up then. Like, Phil, so you Hi. obviously, you you are... As I've mentioned at the top, our trash manga connoisseur, you sure, um, often seek out lots of things, and you do like Isekai in particular. I, I like fantasy in particular, but yes. So, Isekai, Isekai. Yeah. so, obviously, like with a lot of the series, you read them because their name catches your eye or because you've heard people raving about them. What what made you decide to start reading Black Summer? Because it's not like it has a catchy name. I highly doubt people are like, you've got to read this one. Bear in mind, it's not always the name necessarily like i do look at the names when when they're like light novel titles sure i, sure. I kind of look at them and go does that actually sound interesting or not i'm just trying to figure out what drew you to this one particular not nothing it, it was a fantasy title it happened to have updated when you were looking yeah, for yeah, it pretty, pretty much it would have been oh that's updated recently or maybe it was in like the site i normally use to read manga it has um a section on the side of the homepage where it's like top manga in the last like six hours or day or week or whatever based on like how many people are reading it and i might pick it from there or something but i might click on something there just have a quick skim of like the the blurb and be like yeah that that sounds okay let's try it might be in one of them for example so in okay. keeping with its absolute generic feel you read it just because it was there I, yeah, Mike, in the nicest way, 99% of the manga I read is like that. Can you imagine if he was actively seeking out 99% of what we've read in this show? I, I don't know, this one feels uniquely ununique. <laughs> no, like, all I'm saying. I can't even remember everything we've read off the top of my head, but... We just did the anniversary, Phil. I, yes, I know, but it's a lot of series to remember, is my point. 
I, I'm better off not remembering. In fact, you know what? I would trade the last year of doing the Trash Manga <laughs> podcast wow, for the ability buddy. to get out of bed 10 seconds faster. <laughs> you know what you can do in that case, Mike? Go to Is bed that, 10 seconds earlier. That sounds like a thing that would work, but go on. That's, that's the end of the advice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't accept. Was there anything I should say, Phil? I was just going to say, like, usually if I'm reading something, it's it's because of, like, I recognise the artist or author from, like, a previous thing I've read that I enjoyed, so I might be reading that, such like Fly Me to the Moon, obviously. Or it might just be uh, something that's pretty popular. Um, I want to say solo levelling was to that extent. I would imagine so. It is essentially like one of the top. Yeah, it's, it, it is. But I, I know I did start reading it relatively early on as well, like just right. as it was starting to gain traction. So I think it had just started to pop up in like the most popular. You were reading it before it was cool. Got it. No, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like it wasn't widespread. Everyone knew about it. It was just like just starting to spread to that point. And then, yeah, all as it is, just literally a case of, oh, this is what what is popular in the last six hours. Does it sound interesting? Let's give it a read or whatever. Uh, enough. So that kind of brings our thoughts on Black Summoner to a close. It's, uh, yeah, it's all right. There you go. It was definitely there. It was, it was a show that we did on a series that we read. And you'll never listen to it again. But I'll tell you something you will listen to in the future, and that's twitch.tv slash How? What's happening currently in the world of Mike online? Nailing the segues, buddy. Thanks. Uh, well, you, first of all, you can view me on my Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash berserkra, B-E-R-S-E-K-R-E-R. And you can also find me on Twitter at berserkra, B-E-R-S-E-K-R-E-R. And at the moment, I'm playing... At the time this ago, yeah, I'll probably still be playing uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses doubt it this only comes out in like 10 days so yeah i it's if mike sticks to a consistent streaming schedule <laughs> over the next 10 days doubt it that's a big if it, it is a big if and hey i've recently taken up speed running as well so been doing a few <laughs> of those knocking around yeah i don't think we've mentioned it on this uh we're talking to a world champion now yeah i i have a well if you want to find out what i'm world champion and you're gonna have to come by the twitch stream <laughs> but uh <laughs> Yeah, I am a world champion speedrunner at this moment, in, at the moment of recording. I'm, I'm going to laugh if you lose that title before this episode comes out. I mean, the same people that are listening into us and making and uh, publishing everything we talk about within minutes of us talking about it, I we're like, quick, we're going to get on that speedrun record. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Phil, buddy. buddy Sean. Man. Where can they find you online, buddy? Again with the dots. At Phenaxian, P H E N A X K I A N. I am available at Slazer King for all my terrible usual opinions on gachas and games and the multitude. In fact, by the time this is coming out, we're in the free season. So the multitude of things right. that are happening. Uh, yeah, early June. See free time, right? Yeah, well, June 10th, when this one comes out, is also Summer Games Fest. So yeah. The point is, my Twitter will be full of game stuff and not so much anime stuff this time around. Or you can also see the Great Hall of Manga on there that I bought a few weeks back. And 
maybe one of those is coming up in a future episode at some point. Maybe a couple are based off chats with Phil. Who knows? Maybe. 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 I mean, I have to subject some worse things first, but yeah. Very fair. It's all downhill from here. I accept that. Average is as good as it gets. I was not nearly offended enough by this week. Uh, yeah. Fair. Fair. Like, we could do so much better, Phil. Come on now. You're slipping. Uh, Mike, Mike, I, you know, I, I'm well aware I can have. The, there's still that one I've got posted in Discord that, trust me, it, it would give Minamoto a run for its money in trashiest trash. <laughs> I can't wait. But that that's for when I'm feeling really... I, I have to have, like, a really good thing lined up for after that one. <laughs> sure. Because, oof. So, if you, if you want to know when those kind of things are coming out, then, of course, you can follow us on Twitter, at TrashMangaCast, for the latest updates on what's happening, and, uh, like, retweets of when stuff that we've covered gets licensed. Like this series, probably before this episode comes out. And also, you can obviously subscribe to us on all the podcasting services, whether you're a Spotify, an Apple, a Google, a Stitcher, or a TuneIn kind of person. Subscribe, like, follow, and rate on those to be notified the moment a new episode comes out so you can watch Mike having a breakdown in pretty much real time. (laughs) And speaking of breakdowns, it's now time to seg into the final part of the show where Phil tells us what's coming next time around. So... Give them a tease and let us know what happens, Phil, in episode 3-0, episode 30. Next time we're going back to school as we go to Alice Academy. Yes, it's a journey, a, a manga from yesteryear for once on this show. None of this brand spanking new is- before Isekai was even the word people used. Pretty sure Isakai was probably used. It was not a well-defined genre at that point. It, it wasn't something you could go up to every weave and be like, hey, Isakai, and then they just sigh depressedly and walk away. Run in front like, of oh, the nearest oh, yeah, truck. I, I've read slash watched Magic Knight's Ray Earth, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw Digimon. Escaflone, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. All of these Isakais we could be reading. But uh, yeah, as I say, if you, if you look forward to that next time and we will see you in a fortnight. We're back to fortnightly updates. Last week's like second part of the anniversary special was a one-off. It's now back to every fortnight. So we'll see you in two weeks for our next episode. Take care, everybody. <laughs>